Simply Abundant, Intuitive Hour. For overthinkers who are finally ready to move from their heads to their hearts for more connected relationships and a fulfilling life. Here's Tracy Crossley. Welcome to podcast number 374, Giving a Shit About Your Happiness. I used to believe my happiness was coming from outside of me. If I did all the right things and thought somehow through my actions, my words, that I would be rewarded. And not punished. The weird thing was in my relationships, if I tried super hard to be perfect, although I never would have said perfect at the time, because I never thought I was trying to be perfect. But what I would do is aim in that direction. And I would have tried really hard to win whatever it was, and I would somehow end up happy. Like this was some kind of an idea I had. And of course, it didn't work. Because being happy doesn't come from trying so hard, working so hard, it comes from being in the moment. And I had really to learn that the hard way. I believe that my many years of trying to have close friends with still keeping them at arm's distance, because that's what I did, would somehow end up me being happy. And really, I had a pretty fucked up idea of what happiness actually was. I didn't even understand it. But I remember situations where I did not want to come across like I had any problems because it made me in my, you know, anxious in my skin all the time. I was so anxious. And my being perfect was just a killer of relationships. I could be out with friends for dinner and they could seem happy and extroverted. And there I was quiet and really not saying anything. I just kept to myself because of how I felt. Because I kept thinking somewhere, somehow there had to be an answer to my happiness. My happiness problem, that I wasn't happy, right? I couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong because I thought it was a matter of right versus wrong that will tell me. Like something would say to me, hey, you, you know, you did something right. Now you can be happy. Like, I don't know where I thought that was going to come from, but I can remember so many situations, whether it was intimate relationships or friendships, where I thought something would make me happy. Um, but I, it was always like this kind of cloudy thing. I wasn't even sure what it was. Like, I didn't know if I really put that much pressure on, well, when I meet the right person, I'll be happy. I believed that if I worked my ass off at some point at everything in my life, that it would somehow bring me happiness. And it didn't. It really was painful. And the problem really with thinking something's going to make me happy that had no, like nothing. It's like saying, um, you know, I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and you don't have any peanut butter. Okay. You have ham. So that's, oh, I'm going to have a ham and jelly sandwich. Wow. I mean, that's really what you're, you're saying when... If you're like me and you have this belief, because I couldn't get it. Like, I didn't get it. I didn't get it at all. Um, I could listen to somebody with all the advice in the world and go, wow, that sounds really great. And intellectually, like, I'd take it in and maybe I'd feel a little lighter. But I wasn't happy. I was a self-sacrificing person who thought if I made others happy, I'd be happy. Happiness was an elusive thing, and it took me years. I mean, I go back to everything I did like as a mom, okay, in terms of the extra stuff, not loving my kids because that was easy to do, but it was the rest of it. Oh, maybe if I'm the team mom, and I did the team mom thing because I felt like I wanted to. I always like volunteering for things when I had the time, and 
yet there was a part of me that felt like I was doing the right thing and I would be happy. And I couldn't understand why all these experiences that I thought I was supposed to be happy with didn't bring me happiness. Okay, like I coached or I actually managed softball for my daughters for a couple of years. Why didn't that make me happy? I mean, there was some of it I enjoyed. I was going through a breakup for part of it, so I didn't enjoy that. Um, but the point is that I kept thinking these different activities, because they looked good on the outside, would be feeling good on the inside. Like I could look around at all these people, you know, when I was coaching and I could look around in a lot of the coaches and managers and everybody, they were married. And I thought, oh my God, they must be so happy because I'm not happy. I'm miserable. And they weren't, a lot of them weren't, a lot of them were cheating. A lot of them were like living a double life. And yet I had, I'm trying to explain to the degree that I had such an illusion about happiness and that it was supposed to be through the things I was doing. Like if I went on a road trip with a girlfriend or being in a relationship, somehow it was going to make it fun. Like these things, all of a sudden where I wasn't having fun, I was going to have fun. Where I wasn't happy, I was going to be happy. I was never in the moment. And I can think about everything I did in the few moments where I had been expecting it to be the game changer and it wasn't. I had a lot of anxiety and disappointment because I had no real idea how to be happy. And there were certain situations that I was in by the way, like with friends where I wasn't happy. I had a friend who she would be friends with me as long as there wasn't anybody else around. As in, you know, I'd go and hang out with her and we were okay as long as it was the two of us. But then if another party came in, then she would be playing towards the other party and I would just be sitting there being quiet. I didn't look at myself to see how I was, how I shut down. Okay. And I, because I always felt really uncomfortable in my own skin at the time. And so I would just feel like, God, what am I doing here? I don't want to be here. Um, things like that. And yet I kept thinking, okay, aren't these supposed to be fun things like hanging out with your friends? What is wrong with me? <laughs> you know, why am I miserable? I am not happy. And I wasn't seeing situations as they were. I was seeing them from this Again, this kind of bubble that, okay, these things are going to bring me happiness. You know, when I first started hiking regularly and I became a hike leader and all of that, I loved the hiking and it was fun in the beginning, but I also noticed there was stress with it. And I also noticed that, was I really happy or was I escaping myself? You know, by tying myself up in all the scheduling that hiking was taking you know, and doing all the things that were around hiking. What was I actually doing? Okay. I mean, this was really big for me to, when I, when I was in hiking a lot, this was like a huge learning experience because I truly, truly had been looking for this elusive happiness that didn't exist through all these different activities, friendships, you name it. And I could never really stay in a group of people for very long. In fact, when I was in the hiking group, that was probably one of the longest places I stayed in a group situation. Um, and that was over like two and a half years. But that was long for me in terms of like a social group. And that was a challenge that I purposely set forth for myself. And again, thinking that I was going to be happy in the experience. And what I found were moments of escape. Like I totally loved hiking by myself and things like that, right? And again, I had friendships and those were fun and I liked that. But again, there was still this underlying feeling 
of not being happy. And I couldn't put my finger on it. Because all the things I thought were going to bring me happiness didn't. So, what could possibly be this happy ending? Well, I had to slow down a lot. I had to stop doing a lot of the behaviors that I had. And focusing on the things I thought that were going to make me happy. And understand that when I'm actually connected and in the moment to myself and what I'm doing, that I'm actually happy. Instead of being checked out of the moment. Which was something I was a lot of the time. So... When I look back, it's not that there's regret for those times, although, you know, the times I wasn't emotionally present in the past and believing like some magical thing was going to come along and make me happy and that never showed up, that I do look back at those times and, you know, sometimes I go, gosh, I wish I would have been able to see this differently, but I wasn't that aware. I mean, awareness has taken a long time and it's always at different levels. And I really had to recognize that. So that was part of my happy ending was going, all right, I have to be okay with all of this. Because if I'm not, then I'm going to bug the shit out of myself the rest of my life and feel regret and all sorts of ugly feelings that I can't do anything about. Except to just keep regenerating crappy feelings based on crappy stories that aren't even true. It was to recognize the one big crappy story, which is happiness exists outside of me and it only comes through situations outside of me, and it's just not true. I changed. That is how I became, you know, happy in my happy ending, right? I became super honest. Again, I stopped being in a hurry. I opened myself up, and I had to deal with my fucked up idea around reward and punishment, which has been huge, huge, huge. My expectations around about being rewarded or somehow hitting that magical spot was not going to be realized, and I had to really get that. It wasn't going to happen outside of me. I could win an Academy Award. Was that going to be the pinnacle of my life? Not if I wasn't happy. You hear about people that are famous and kill themselves. You hear about people that are rich and do that. Has that made them happy? No. So I work with people who have money. I work with people who don't have money. I can tell you there is no difference in their happiness factor when you don't know what it is that you're driving for. So for me, I had to get all this crap that was in me out of me. And not that I am, again, you know, jumping on the clouds or anything like that. But most days I feel this sense of lightness and happiness that I have my life, that I'm fortunate to have my life, that I do things that are good, like things I used to dread, okay? Like some of the stuff I described in my story, like some of these things I dreaded doing and I'm like, oh God, I don't want to go out. Oh God, I don't want to do this. And I can do all those things and I don't have all of that shit attached to it. I just go do it. Okay, let's go do that. That sounds fun. Let's go do that. And I do it and it's cool. All right. So it's all about that, guys. It's all about the connection to yourself, your own well-being. So let me give you another example. I gave you the story about May. So now let me give you another story. Well, not a story. It's an example. Okay. You're in a dysfunctional relationship and you keep thinking if your partner would just get a clue, everything would be fine and you could be happy. Or maybe you think you need to lose 10 pounds and you'll be happy. Or maybe you think if you move to a different neighborhood or a different job or a different house, all of these things have zero bearing on your happiness. Now, they have a bearing on your comfort and ease and perhaps your physical freedom but none of them are in charge of your well-being, only you are. 
All right, here's the call to action. And this one I love too. I, I've, I'm loving my calls to action lately. Happiness is not a butterfly. It's the caterpillar, the cocoon. It's the journey. So be present for all of it. Mm-hmm. I should say happiness is not just the butterfly because that's part of the journey too, right? Okay. Why is this important? It's important because you want to be happy. If you don't want to be happy, then I guess it doesn't matter. If you want to be happy and guess what? Ha ha, ha ha, it's your responsibility. Yep, always. But I know what you're thinking. Ugh, God, this sounds like hard work. And I don't want to work that hard because I don't want to be responsible for all that stuff. Mm -mm 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 -mm. It suits me to be a victim. Mm -hmm. And let life just do what the fuck life is going to do to me. Because, of course, if I'm a victim, I believe it's happening to me rather than life is just doing life. So you're going to just keep making meaning of it and you're never going to be happy. And that's really what the truth is. So, yeah. You're not alone in being a victim. And happiness is not a possibility when you take no responsibility. It's impossible. It, they don't even go together. So you can stay the victim and blame everything on everybody, but even if those situations were to self-correct, you would never, ever be happy for very long. And even then, it is not necessarily feelings of happiness. It's more of a relief um, that you're feeling and that you might experience when everything cooperates. What everything is, I don't know, but when it all cooperates. Yeah, and, you know, life does that in certain moments, and we think we're on cloud nine and you might mistake that for happiness, but then something takes you right off of cloud nine, right? It doesn't last. So what are the tips? I have three of them. Number one, what does it feel like to become responsible for your own experience? Like, what would that feel like? Write it down if you have to. Write a story about that. What does that feel like? Meaning, what if you're responsible for all your words and actions and even your reactions? What would that feel like? If it doesn't feel empowering, you need to look at what you're afraid of. Because it should feel empowering. Because that means that nothing can stop you from being happy. Number two, when you feel anything that makes you feel that being happy is hard, look at what you're doing against your own happiness. I guarantee you're doing something. Whether it's the way you look at things, you do things, you say things, there's something. So when you know there's deeper feelings from tip number one, and they're telling you, hey... I can't be responsible, then you need to look at why it's somebody else's responsibility for you to be happy. Why is that in someone else's hands? You want to look at how you allow yourself to be controlled when you do that, because that's what you're doing when you're not responsible. You want to look at you or for you to be happy because it really is about allowing yourself and again, taking responsibility. That was a big lesson for me. Okay. I'm not saying this is easy to do. It's hard because a lot of us just want to go, well, so-and-so is an asshole. Or once I have a better job, then I'll be happy. Nope. Mm -mm. Doesn't work that way. You're still going to be miserable you if you're miserable. So <clears throat> number three, when you can allow yourself to be with all the feelings that you're not a fan of and take responsibility, you will notice more often you do it for free or you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. You do it freely. You feel good. So that's the thing. Freedom comes with happiness. And you're going to feel in control of yourself rather than others controlling you. You're going to notice that you're happy. So see where you can do that. See where you can set yourself free. Take one little action. That's all you got to do. Okay. 
Happiness is not just a butterfly. It's the caterpillar, the cocoon. It's the journey, so be present for all of it. That was the call to action again, guys. Happiness is not just a butterfly. It's the caterpillar, the cocoon. It's the journey, so be present for all of it. You have a universal right. You have the right to work hard at being happy, relying on life to cooperate, or you can just choose to be happy even if the roof caves in. It's your choice. Two related podcasts. Number one, 340. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me start that again. I say number one, and then you guys are probably confused going, what is she talking about? So there's two of them. Number 348, how rules rob you of happiness. And number 197, journey of attachment. Happiness isn't what we think it is. It isn't. It's so much more beautiful and expansive. And it opens you up to all sorts of creativity and possibilities in life. And to me, that's huge. It's fun. It's so much better. It's way better. Living otherwise is painful and shitty. Okay. So I just want you guys to recognize that as you go. And of course, if you have any questions, you can send them to podcast at tracycrossley.com. You can also uh, send topics if you have a topic to the same place. And I will answer your questions on Facebook Live because that's where I answer them. I don't answer them elsewhere because I would love to have the time. I just don't. Um, I try to answer everything I can on social media and everywhere. And sometimes it falls through the cracks and I wish that it didn't. And I don't want people to stop commenting, but at the same time, it's, you know, I do end up reading all the comments at some point, but, um, yeah, I have to sleep. And so, <laughs> so sometimes it becomes a matter of, hmm, I think I need to sleep and not answer social media today. All right. So if you are looking to step this up, I have other options. You can go to my website, tracycrossley.com, press the start button, and it's going to give you different things that you can do. Um, I, we now have a payment plan for the 30-day course, which is awesome, awesome, awesome. And there's more than one payment plan, by the way. And also, we have the group program, which, again, I've made comments saying, if I have the interest, I will do it again. Uh, it's been super successful. People love it. People get their butts kicked in it. And some days they don't love it because they're getting their butts kicked in it because there's a lot of work. But they are shifting and growing and changing. It's like a 10-week boot camp for people that are avoidant or anxious avoidant it seriously is what is going to take you to the next level but again i'm not planning on doing one unless i start getting interest and then you'll hear on the podcast i'll go oh hey we've got some interest and i'm going to do another group okay all right you guys take care bye-bye to find out more about tracy and her podcast visit tracycrossley.com that's where you can sign up for her newsletter or a discovery session the website again is tracycrossley.com dot com.